0: welcome to win the day i'm your host james whittaker author and producer of think and grow rich the legacy and in this show i share the tools and strategies used by the world's best performers to help you transform your own life are you fired up i am let's get into today's episode Welcome to episode 17, and today's episode is titled How to Get Promoted Lessons from a Chief Maker. What we're going to do in this episode, we're going to go through lessons that you can apply, not just for promotion in your career. We're not just going to talk about career advancement. We're going to talk about the correlation that your professional life has on your personal life and what you can do to make sure you're happy, fulfilled, and successful in those areas. The quote for today's episode comes from an unknown author and says, The only hell I'm afraid of is that when I die, the person I ended up as meets the person I could have been. Have you ever felt like you're stuck in a rut, either at home in your career or in your personal life? Recently, I had the opportunity to interview Greg Layton, AKA the chief maker who specializes in getting people out of a rut and into a life they enjoy. Now, Greg mostly does this through his work in the corporate world, but as you'll see, there is an enormous but misunderstood correlation between your professional life and your personal life. Now, Greg is a one-on-one coach to some of the most leading CEOs on the planet. We're talking about people at the helm of multi-billion dollar companies, but he also sits on the boards of nonprofits and associations, companies like Bravehearts. It's very, very dear to mine and Greg's heart as well. And he specializes in taking middle-level managers into turning them into C-level executives. So I can't think of anyone better to talk about the lessons that we're going to go through in this episode. So here we are, we're gonna present nine lessons that you can use for life, for family, for business and your career from Greg Layton. And if you've wondered how to get a promotion, as I'm sure all of us have at one stage or another, you're in the right place. All right, lesson number one, do something beyond what you think is possible to see how it changes your life. Some of the most impactful moments in Greg's life came after he did something beyond what he thought was possible. Now, Greg has spent time in China living with Shaolin monks. He's run ultra marathons on two continents. He uh, did an ultra marathon through the Gobi Desert in Asia, and he did another ultra marathon through the Atacama Desert in South America. Now, if you don't know what an ultra marathon is, the distance for that it's one hundred and sixty miles or two hundred and sixty kilometres. Uh, that are basically a running race that's spread over five days. So, quite an abnormal physical and I'm sure a mental battle as well. Now, you might be thinking, well, that's all right for Greg. Maybe he was a bit of a guru runner beforehand. Well, that's simply not the case. Greg had only run six miles or 10 Ks before he had registered for his very first ultra marathon. But setting a goal so far beyond what he thought was possible helped him put his own potential into perspective. Greg told me, you find out you're capable of a hell of a lot more than you give yourself credit for. Now most of us follow that same routine, and as a result of following that same routine, we stay in an ever-shrinking comfort zone. But to give yourself bulletproof confidence, Greg recommends doing something well beyond what you think is possible. Number two, excellence is a study of pressure and time. Now, there are very few short-term endeavors that have any meaningful impact on our life. Most of the big-ticket items, such as family, career, and health, these are long-term pursuits, meaning we are susceptible to the ebbs and flows when life inevitably gets in the way as it does for all of us. Now to greatly simplify this complexity, and you'll probably quickly discovering that adding uh, simplicity to complexity is one of Greg's superpowers. Greg mentioned a quote from the Shawshank Redemption. He said, "'Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes really, pressure and time." Now, if you wanna be successful, irrespective of what area that is, you need to focus on consistent action aimed at a clear direction. If you do that, Excellence is assured. Number three, focus on something instead of everything. If you feel like you're in a rut, many people get burnt out because their process for getting out of that rut is trying to do everything. Instead, Greg recommends simplifying your focus to one thing. That single focus will give you momentum, which resets the bar and will give you a corresponding lift in all other areas of your life. Number four, use a pattern interrupt to flip the script. You've probably heard the Albert Einstein quote, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Greg suggests disrupting familiar behavior patterns to change the outcome. To do this, change your language, literally the words that you use, as well as your body language. Often when we have parts of our lives that make us unhappy, we can only get drastically different results if we change our approach. And a really important point there is that it's on us to change. Because as you've heard me say on this podcast many times before, the more accountable we are for our actions, the more empowered we are to be able to create the circumstances that we want. So this pattern interrupt is a simple but proven technique that you can use when you're feeling powerless or frustrated or simply, waiting for a promised outcome that is long overdue. Now, that promised outcome for many people in the corporate world might be when your boss has promised you a promotion or a bonus that never arrives. It's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to many of you as well. That is a situation where you can use a pattern interrupt to finally get the result that you want. Number five, C-level executives have common attributes. You might reach a point in your career where you're feeling resentful of people who are running the company because you feel like they have it easy while you're the one in the trenches doing all the work. However, Greg believes that people in these C-level roles, and when we're talking C-level roles, we're talking about chief executive officers, chief marketing officers, chief operating officers, that type of thing. Greg believes that they have all earned it by following the great method. Now, the great method is first of all, game plan. They understand their vision and purpose as well as the competitive environment and how to stand out. R is routine. They have strong routines to not only automate excellence, but to refresh themselves regularly too. E is entourage. They boast a comprehensive network of supporters, advocates, and ambassadors. They actively remove or transform negative people in the organization. A is for assets. They are equipped with the necessary skills to do their job. And the final one there is T, track record. They have a bulletproof track record of how their efforts have directly and demonstrably contributed to the company's long-term strategy. So if you want to be a C-level executive, there's only one way forward, and it's not being resentful. It's to work on leveling up in those attributes yourself of the great method. Number six, questions before promotions. Now, we all wanna know how to get a promotion, but Greg suggests that focusing on climbing the ladder isn't always the best approach. Instead, before seeking a promotion, ask yourself two simple questions. First, do you like your job? If not, the answer might be to go horizontal to a different department in the same company or to a different company altogether, rather than trying to climb that ladder of the place where you currently are. Otherwise, if you spend your life doing work you don't enjoy, it's always going to be a grind. So that's the first question, do you like your job? The second question is, are you good at your job? Are you technically and tactically good at what you do? If you're not sure, observe how often people come to you for advice while also looking at your performance to date relative to others in the market. Greg also shared his formula on how to get promoted faster. He said that promotion speed equals your track record to the power of your network. Promotion speed equals your track record to the power of your network. Now, if you have a strong track record, but a a weak network, you need to work on building up your relationships. And if you have a strong network, but not the track record, you need to work on your skills and actively seeking out more responsibility in your current role. One thing most people ignore is the fact that your boss is actually your number one customer. Your boss is your number one customer always go the extra mile to make them your biggest ambassador. If you serve your boss and their peers enough, a folklore will start to build about how good you are. Then you will be given an opportunity. And when that opportunity arises, you need to knock it out of the park. Because once you get that first taste of responsibility, that's your opportunity to really prove that you're worthy for the role. If you find yourself getting overlooked for promotions, you need to ask yourself why. In most cases, there's a good chance it's because your reputation with management isn't where it needs to be. It's not necessarily that the company or that the managers are just assholes or not willing to give you a promotion. Now, Greg said, people get promoted when everyone's raving about you. If they're not raving about you, you can't expect a promotion. So that's where you need to not just blindly seek promotion, you need to ask yourself the right questions first, and also remember that formula for promotion speed that will enable you to figure out whether or not you need to level up in building relationships or building up your track record. So that's number six. Number seven, work happiness leads to home happiness. You might have been in a job before that contributed to huge amounts of stress in your life, so much so that your personal relationships suffered as well. I've certainly been in that position before, and you might even be in a position like that right now. Greg mentioned that those who report feeling stressed or unhappy in their work generally have strained relationships at home as well. In contrast, those who are thriving at work and in a job they love are generally thriving in their personal life too. That reason alone might make it worthwhile to take steps to improve your job satisfaction and look at career advancement. Number eight, change your state, change your outcome. If you're going to make a significant decision about your life, Don't do it out of fear and don't do it out of anger. Instead, make sure you're in flow when you're in your absolute best and most resourceful state before you make that decision. As a result, the outcome will be significantly better. Now, while we all feel the same urges, acting on that impulse has been the undoing of many promising careers. Do what you can to get into flow. I've written about this before as well. Sometimes what most people try and do is run harder on the treadmill and try and do everything at once. When simply detaching yourself from that environment, getting outdoors, doing an activity that you love, getting back to nature, that can be an essential first step in this process. Next, think about the bigger picture. What is it that you want from the rest of your life? And then seek the counsel of trusted friends. Only then will you be in a state to make a decision that aligns with who you are and where you wanna be long term. Number nine, leave the planet net positive. A lot of stress and frustration comes from making it about ourselves. But what we should be thinking about is leaving our family, our friends, our work colleagues, and the whole world better better off as a result of being in our presence and from our kindness and from our contributions. This is a simple focus that all of us can think about every single day. So remember to leave the planet net positive. I hope those nine lessons were as impactful for you as they have been for me. If you want to go and check out the full interview that I did with Greg, it goes for about an hour and 10 minutes. It's available in the Win The Day group on Facebook. Just click the link in the show notes or on the screen below if you're watching on YouTube and you will be able to access that full interview. And if you want a special bonus, you can go and get a free copy of Greg Layton's best-selling book, The Chief Maker. The link for that will also be in the show notes as well. That's it for episode 17. Remember to get out there and win the day. Until next time, onwards and upwards, always.